So the rapper MO3 has been involved in a high-speed car chase in the moments leading up to him being shot and killed as he tried to run away after getting out of the car that he was in. Allegedly and reportedly, he was driving the car and had another passenger. Some are saying that it was a female passenger. And I was wondering when I heard this why he had gotten out of the car. And this situation happened just a few days after he made an appearance on the Mike Tyson podcast alongside Boosie, who he was signed to, reportedly he was signed to Lil Boosie's record label. And a lot of people are speculating that perhaps Lil Boosie had something to do with this. And some people are um, speculating that his um, rivals, uh, gang members slash rapper Yellow Beezy and Trap Boy Freddie had something to do with this. Now, I didn't know anything about these rappers, these new up-and-coming rappers. I can't relate to these guys because, you know, a lot of their music is a lot of basically mumble rap. And it really is just all over the place. I come from the old school rap genre of music, whereas a lot of that music made sense. And to me, no offense, but a lot of today's rap music, it doesn't make sense to me. So I can't relate to it and I can't rock to it. But um, I had no idea who MO3, Mo, MO3, whatever, I didn't know who he was until recently, you know, when this came about, I did see him on the Mike Tyson podcast, like I said, and, you know, the podcast, when I first saw the podcast, it was just a weird vibe to me, and I was thinking that it was sort of like a humiliation ritual, having to do something with the industry, business, Relating to Lil Boosie. Because Lil Boosie's energy was just so um, apparent. It was just something that just drew my attention to his energy. And the whole overall energy in the room. And Mike Tyson's energy was just so off to me. And he just, you know, the question, the line of questioning, it just seemed like it was just, just weird and it was just an ongoing line of questioning, primarily relating to, you know, is Lil Boosie gay or why would he be in opposition of Dwayne Wade's son being gay or whatever. And the way Lil Boosie was looking at Mike Tyson, like, are you serious? And, you know, then Mike Tyson did ask mo3 some questions and i remember what stayed in my mind and what struck me as odd was when if i recall correctly mike tyson asked mo3 what did he want his legacy to be and i was like wait a minute this is a young guy and it's not like he's you know dead yet or getting ready to die why is he asking him this you know, he's new to the game. Why is he asking him what he would want his legacy to be? 
And I've been meaning to go back and look at that podcast and listen again to make sure that I heard Mike Tyson correctly. Because that stood out as odd to me when I first heard the podcast. And so now, right after that podcast, here MO3 has been gunned down, dead, and so many people are speculating. Nobody has any proof of who might be responsible for this. And I was thinking, why would MO3 get out of the car when he was driving on the interstate? And some people were saying that there was construction going on on the interstate, and the interstate was backed up with traffic, as a lot of interstates all over America usually is. And to my understanding, it was kind of early in the morning when this happened, And if traffic was backed up, okay, MO3 got out of the car. I don't know why. What happened that made him get out of the car? Was there a threat inside of the car? What was going on that made him get out of the car? And seems like if he's a rapper and he knows that he has these ops, as they call them, enemies, a.k.a. enemies, that's what they're calling them nowadays. These young guys, this young generation, they call enemies ops. I was like, at first when I heard that, I'm like, what the fuck is an op? So, you know, they have a whole, their own language going on. You know, when they say that you capping, man, you capping. I'm like, what? what is this? What kind of language is this? So, when they say op, that means the same as an enemy. So... Okay, did he have an op inside of the car? Was there an op? Apparently, there was an op outside of the car. Who were the ops? How many ops were there? So, the reports are coming in saying that there was a threat outside of the car. So, if he, like I said, he knows that he has some ops, a.k.a. enemies, why, and he's about that life, why does he not have a gun on him inside of the car why is he um out there without protection as far as a firearm and apparently maybe he didn't have a gun or maybe he couldn't get to the gun maybe he had a gun inside of the car he couldn't get to it for whatever reason and he got out of the car to run And I'm like, why is he getting out of the car to run and there is someone outside of the car with a gun behind him or whatever? And I'm getting reports also that say that the person who shot him had shot his front two tires out. So that's why perhaps he got out of the car to run because the car at that point was... um, and inoperable he could not move the car so i'm it's it's still so many holes in this story it's still not making sense okay if the gunman did shoot his front tires out and he could not operate the vehicle and he doesn't have a gun he's getting out of the car to run and What's going on with the person inside of the car? You know what? This sounds like a setup to me. And this is why I have always had a problem, a big problem. If I'm driving and I have a passenger in the passenger seat or on the back seat, 
I feel a certain kind of way about them texting with their cell phone. Because they could be setting you up. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust nobody but God. I don't trust these people. And as a matter of fact, uh, MO3 had a song that he put out recently. And part of the lyrics was, everybody ain't your partner. Everybody ain't your friend. And the irony of that, he was probably set up and killed by somebody who he considered his partner or his friend. Wow. And... I'm thinking that it was probably a girl that was in the car. I know when I saw um, video footage of the scene when he was laying lifeless on the street, on the interstate, right after this happened. And that was so disrespectful. We have seen this happen so many times to black men being gunned down and just uh, uh, subjected to laying there in the street lifeless i mean most people wouldn't do a dog that way and then to record it and put it all over the internet that lets let that lets me know that black people a lot of black people are just just trash and we have reduced ourselves to this point where we just don't respect the dead anymore i mean my god you don't respect someone in life and then you don't respect them in death and then to make a mockery of their death, of their life, and as well as their death, is just so inhumane to me. And when I saw the video footage of Mo3 laying on the interstate, no life inside of him anymore, and people riding by recording this and posting it on social media, I said to myself, most of these human beings today are absolute trash they really are and once again more and more that i see of this i i'm starting to have more respect for animals animals wouldn't do each other like this and god gave us dominion over the animals we're supposed to be above the animals as far as our standards go and the way we treat each other. But look how so many black people treat each other. I'm starting to understand why a lot of these non-black racists feel the way that they do about a lot of blacks. Do they know and see things that we can't see? And we overlook about each other because we want to be all inclusive just because we're all black? Is that what's going on? And we're giving a lot of this fuck shit a pass that a lot of our people do. I mean, some things you just don't do. And this is one of those things. Recording someone that's lying lifeless in the middle of a street. Oh my God. Especially in this capacity, the way that he got killed, murdered. And it's probably someone who looks just like him who murdered him it's probably somebody black and then they'll go and march and protest in the street after somebody white shoots another black person and have the audacity to scream hashtag black lives matter does it really matter when you do your own the way that you do them my god this is i mean this is just so disgusting so there's so many uh speculations spreading all over social media like wildfire as it relates to who is responsible for killing 
MO3, the rapper MO3. Some people are speculating that it was Little Boosie, and Little Boosie um, coincidentally was shot in the leg at a candlelight vigil for MO3 just a, a day or two ago, and it was Lil Boosie's birthday. He got shot on his birthday in the leg. And then another rapper today, he's a New York rapper who's called Benny the Butcher. I do not know a lot of these rappers until something happened to them nowadays. I don't know Benny the Butcher, but Benny the Butcher is reportedly a New York rapper who was shot in the leg. What's up with these rappers getting shot in the leg right about now? Oh, in Houston. Houston. Houston, what's up with this shooting rappers in the leg? So, Benny the Butcher, a New York rapper. I've never heard of Benny the Butcher, but he was at Walmart in Houston, Texas. And he got shot in the leg also. So, I don't know the status of Little Boosie or Benny the Butcher. But a lot of people are speculating that Little Boosie may have had something to do with MO3 getting shot. I don't know if I want to agree with that. But right about now, you know, everybody's looking pretty much suspect. So a lot of people online are saying that um, M rapper MO3 had some ongoing rap beef or whatever type of beef it was with the other rapper, Houston rapper, Yellow Beezy, you know, the rapper that sings, It's on me, baby. I like that song. I like, It's on me. It's on me. I hope it's not on you, Lil Beezy, that's responsible for this situation with MO3. I hope it's not you. I hope it's not on you or Trap Boy Freddie, who is uh, close partners with Yellow Beezy. And I saw a picture that um showed... Rapper MO3, Yellow Beezy, Trap Boy Freddy, and some other people. And I'm like, okay, so they were once all close friends. Why were they all in the same picture? Was that picture edited? I don't know. I think it was a real picture. So I'm guessing once upon a time, they were all close buddies or something. They were all in the same picture together. I don't know what the occasion was. But whatever happened caused them to become ops. Uh, Yellow Boy, Yellow Beezy, and Trap Boy Freddy are now ops. Were ops right before rapper Mo3 was gunned down and murdered. I don't know what happened. What led to them having beef? So, um, you know, who is the girl that was in the car? Some people are saying it was a female that was in the car with rapper Mo3. I don't know if that's true or false. But in the event that it was a female that was in the car with him, who is the girl? This is looking and sounding like a similar setup. You know what happened with Shawty Low? You remember Shawty Low? And um, you know when Shawty Low was uh killed, he was coming back from a strip club and there was reportedly two other females in the car with him. The car reportedly um, rolled off of an embankment and was set on fire as a result of it rolling off of the embankment. And the two females reportedly walked away. 
And we have yet to know who are these two females. We don't know their identity. We have never heard who these two females were or are that were in the vehicle with them. Why is that such a secret? And why did they not sustain any injuries? Why was Shawty Lowe the only one that was killed? It sounded like a setup then. And it still sounds like a setup now. All this time later. So, you know, these people will set you up. Everybody ain't your partner. Everybody ain't your friend. Just like rapper MO3 rapped in his song. And, um, you know, on most interstates in most major cities nowadays, you know, cameras are everywhere, including alongside the interstate. So I'm thinking, why... Haven't we seen any footage from the interstate cameras? I'm almost sure that Houston, uh, well, he was in Dallas. I think he was in Dallas at the time, Dallas, Texas. I'm pretty sure that they had some cameras alongside the interstate like most cities do nowadays. So why haven't we seen any footage from the interstate cameras and i'm pretty sure somebody in those cars and those vehicles along the interstate you know traffic was backed up and people are nosy so why haven't we seen any footage more footage than we already have for more cell phone cameras i'm pretty sure somebody had taken out their cell phone and videoed and took pictures why haven't we seen more pictures come forward from people's cell phone cameras and videos? And we did see a few people that um, shared a lot of uh, pictures and videos on social media um, relating to the scene. But I'm really shocked that we didn't see more, especially relating to the actual gunman. Now let's talk about the gunman. This is a very peculiar gunman. And a lot of people are um, associating the gunman to someone like a Steven Seagal, an action figure. I mean, when we talk about a getaway, a clean getaway, this gunman had a clean getaway. And some people seem to think it might have been a professional hitman because of how fast the gunman was able to shoot rapper MO3 and then run away, jump over the interstate, and then landed on top of an 18-wheeler and kept running. Now, I don't know who was driving the 18-wheeler. I don't know what company the 18-wheeler was you know, associated with. I don't know what was inside of the 18-wheeler. I don't know if the 18-wheeler trailer or tractor was um, dented up or whatever as a result of this person jumping on top of it. I don't even know if the gunman was injured. Is he limping? Does he have a limp? Is he on crutches in the hospital? Did he die as a result of jumping down on top of the 18-wheeler? I don't know. I don't know what color he is. I don't know if he's fat or skinny, short or tall. But I know that he might be physically fit, right? He might have a lot of practice in order to just have all this bravado and stamina and uh, the capacity to do all of this. And, ugh. 
Where did he get his training from? And this ain't no ordinary hood nigga, right? Ain't no ordinary hood nigga doing it like this. But anyway, it's a shame that he did it like that. And he's probably somebody black, nonetheless. I didn't know black people do it like this. But, you know, you can't underestimate nobody. Nobody. Because, honey, everybody is capable of something. I wish they had this this same energy as it relates to praising the Lord and being obedient to God. But, you know, they have more of allegiance to the devil. <sighs> what a shame. So, anyway, rapper MO3, I went to visit and take a tour along his Instagram page. And it gave me a glimpse of the type of life he might have led and the character that he had. And he seemed to be a pretty stand-up dude, a pretty solid dude. And he had some really cute little kids, and he always dressed them nice in little designer clothes. And like a lot of rappers, he was always throwing up money and stacks of cash was always nearby. I wish these black guys, I wish they stopped doing that. I mean, you're, you're bringing a lot of unnecessary attention to yourself and a lot of people even if they have money they're gonna be jealous of you so i don't know if that was part of the beef the ongoing beef that he had with a lot of these other rappers his ops i don't know but you can't underestimate anybody nowadays and i don't know what type of females he was dealing with but you know these females for a long, long time, they have carried the spirit of Eve. You know, their ancestor, the mother that started it all. Our grandmother, our great, 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 several, several, several great grandmamas. Away, Eve. You know Eve. She has the spirit of deception. You can't trust her. And, you know, she she deceived Adam. And so, a lot of these descendants of Eve, these females, they have carried her spirit. So, this girl, if it was a girl that was in the car, even a guy, they could have been setting him up. How else did the gunman know that rapper MO3 would be on that interstate at that particular time, driving that particular vehicle, and just know to, to walk up on him like that? How else? Okay, were they working with, you know, telepathy? Probably not. Um, <laughs> were they following him on the GPS? Maybe. But I got a feeling the passenger had possibly had something to do with this. And if we look at these phones, even if they had a burner phone, if we can find the burner phone, we would probably find out that they were connected to the gunman, whoever was inside that car. And you can't trust these hoes. You just can't trust them. I don't care how much money you give them or how much dick you give them. They still are going to cross you at some point in time because these hoes ain't what? Ain't loyal. Chris Brown tried to tell you that. So anyway, yeah, these hoes ain't loyal. They ain't shit. So right after... Rapper MO3 was murdered and gunned down and subjected to laying down in the street, lifeless. His op, uh, Trap Boy Freddy, he went on live 
on the on the opposite side of that same interstate and subliminally dissed rapper MO3 and death by making this remark that was just sickening to me about who got the interstate blocked off man they need to get out of the way or something like that i'll play a clip of it for you now i just still can't believe he was just so low down to do this but they've been making this subliminal disses towards each other for quite some time i saw some videos online earlier whereas you know that both of them been getting shot and you know feeling like the other is responsible for it and you know they've been having this ongoing beef for quite some time so let's listen at trap boy freddie making this subliminal diss against rapper mo3 and dead Yes, awful. Let's hear it again. Ooh, that's so low down. That is so low down. That is so low down. So, um, a while back, MO3 had made um a subliminal diss to trap boy freddy and um before i played that clip let me say this i had also saw this video on instagram recently whereas another rapper i think he's from louisiana i forgot his name but um i meant to get the clip the audio clip of that but i didn't i forgot all about it so, um, he was saying, I forgot the name of this rapper, but he was sending a threat to, uh, Yellow Easy, telling him that he looked like a koala bear. I want to agree with the rapper. He does, Yellow Beezy does look like a rap, uh, koala bear. And he called him a koala bear looking nigga. A ko- Actually, he called him a koala bear looking bitch. And he told him, you better not, look at my eyes, you better not have nothing to do with that MO3 uh, stuff. And he was threatening him and telling him, you know, that he's going to seek revenge on behalf of rapper MO3. And he sounded like he was serious. He sounded like he meant business. I don't know how serious he, he is. But um, he sounded like he was pretty serious. So, you know, a lot of this beef is just really heating up. And it's just a mess. It's a mess out here in these streets. And these rappers, these black rappers, you know, they're just overlooking the real enemy. They're giving the real enemy a pass. But anyway, let's listen at rapper MO3 before his death. His untimely death recently, he was sending a lot of uh, uh, hot words to Trap Boy Freddy because Trap Boy Freddy was really giving him a lot of problems, it sounded like. So let's listen at MO3, rapper MO3. Before he died, he was online sending some words 
to rapper Trap Boy Freddy. Okay, so it sounded like, you know, they had an ongoing beef and, you know, they were just back and forth, you know, getting shot. And then they knew that the other had probably had something to do with it. And they were just going back and forth, back and forth, getting shot. And uh, this recording, Rapper MO3, was referring to... Trap Boy Freddy being in the hospital and Trap Boy Freddy had went live and posted a video online showing that he was in the hospital and then he was saying that he had broke his leg and rapper MO3 was telling him, stop lying, nigga, stop lying, nigga. You telling everybody you broke your leg, telling them what really happened. You got shot. You don't want nobody to know that you got shot. And this is pressure. This is pressure. I like when he said this is pressure. And so Trap Boy Freddy decided to return some pressure to rapper MO3. And MO3 didn't survive that pressure. It's sad that he didn't. And it's sad that they had all this beef. This pressure. It's pressure out here in these streets. And they ain't applying the right pressure to the right enemy. The right ops. Why are they giving the ops, the real ops, a pass ain't giving them none of that pressure? Rest in paradise, MO3. It's sad. These young guys are putting all the pressure on each other and not the real op. Wake up, young niggas. Wake the fuck up. 